Welcome to a brand new episode of the Chiefs Wire podcast. I'm Ed Easton Jr. On today's episode, I catch up with Broncos Wire contributor Brandon Walker as he breaks down the team heading into this Thursday night's game at Arrowhead Stadium. Also, we take a look back at this week's press conferences as Patrick Mahomes, Justin Reed, and Justin Ross reveal their thoughts ahead of this Thursday's game against the Broncos. We also continue my NFL Combine series, hearing from today's NFL rookies reflect on some of the current Chiefs as well as the team history. Last week, um, that's a hard scheme to go against, the amount of pressure, the amount of dropping out, the, the cover zero, and I thought the young guys did a good job of being in the right spot at the right time. Um, I think selfishly for myself, if I could hit some of those deep shots that when we did get the opportunities, the one to to Justin Watson, uh, I could, if I, just, I missed the corner, they got me with the, the scheme, so I tried to lay him out to the sideline instead of throwing it over the middle. Um, and the one to Marquez, and even though there's a guy there, I can put it out there. But luckily, he made a good play and got the flag. So I think if I you hit on those deep deep throws right there, um, the rest of the offense was going. So uh, we just got to hit those deep ones when they're there. Right, so on a short week. About that same thing, the same topic. Um, just wondering the fact that you get so few of those opportunities. Does it factor at all in? Um, so I think the execution, I guess, of the play when you do get them. Um. Not necessarily. I mean, just whenever you do get those opportunities, you have to hit them. Um, and that's something that I tell myself every week. And we haven't hit them at the high enough pace uh, this season so far, but we have historically. So let's just try to continue to work at them um, and practice them. And then when we get those opportunities in the game, let's try to hit them. Um, but as far as the rest of the offense, I thought we did a good job of just moving the ball around, um, taking what was underneath. Um, but, yeah, when we get those opportunities, you got to hit them in this league. Patrick, on a short week, how do you prioritize rest versus, you know, how, how much you study? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty big at uh, just, just Monday, Tuesday, just really getting after it with the details and stuff like that. Um, and if I, I feel like if I can really get the, the full game plan in, uh, which we have already, and get it all down where, where I feel comfortable Wednesday, I can relax and let my body relax and study and stuff like that. And it, it always helps when you're the home team. Um, so you're at your house doing that instead of traveling and stuff like that. So uh, um, the coaches did a good job of getting the game plan in early, so I've kind of gotten pretty much all of it down now, and uh, hopefully I get some sleep tonight and get some rest tomorrow. And at quarterback, you showed us, you know, your, your weekly, you know, you still work out by yourself. Do you still do that? Yeah, we, have a, we do a good plan. It's not, it's not as much um, as I would get in a normal week, but it's just trying to do something to just flush the body out, um, get it moving and stuff like that so you're not sore on game day and you can have your body in a good spot. What can you say about Kelsey's game on his bum ankle? Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's tough, man. That's a, that's a legendary-type game, I mean, to be able to battle through that. I mean, obviously, I didn't see the injury live, so I didn't know how bad it was. Um, but I'm um, looking back on it now and seeing how the ankle rolled and then being able to, to come back out there and play at a high level and score a touchdown that we needed to win the game. Um, it speaks to not only the, the talent that he has, but the toughness that he has and that the reason that he's been out there week in and week out because he, he'll battle through anything to go out there and play. Was it clear before it is now how much he really wants to be out there? Mm-hmm. Do you have any other stories about how much that means to him to be out there? Yeah, no, I mean, it, I mean, even like this last, this last when he had the injury in the practice, I mean, he was trying to play that game. And I remember after the, the, we lost that first game of the season, just texting him and just asking him how he feels. And he didn't even tell me how he feels. He just said, there's no doubt I'm playing next week. So... That was the end of it, and so he was playing. So that just speaks to the toughness and the mindset that he has. What was he like during the week that leading up to the, uh, the Detroit game? Um, well, it happened so late in the week that I think he was just frustrated that he didn't get get out there, and he was trying to push it to get out there. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, he's a he's a guy that wants to play. He's a competitor at the end of the day, and he loves loves football and loves being a part of this Chiefs team. And uh, he goes out there and battles week in and week out, and. 
I mean, I I think people don't even know sometimes that he's he might be dealing with something or he might not be feeling great, but he'll go out there and play at a, a high level. Um, that's what all the great ones do. Patrick, speaking of ankles, uh, it looks like every week your ankle looks like it's getting tweaked a little bit. How is your ankle yeah, I, it actually was my ankle. I don't know if you, you remember when you're like high school and someone would frog you. Like someone, just, he just kneed me right in the side of my calf, and it just kind of like sent that shock through my leg. So it, it's fine, it's just a bruise. But uh, yeah, it wasn't my. Everybody thought it was my ankle. It was just just the old frog right in the side of the leg. Man. <laughs> 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 starting to really come along uh, at this stage. What have you seen in particular from him that is, is making you have that trust, kind of beyond even Travis? Yeah, no, he's uh, he's doing a great job of just being in the right spot at the right time. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, he plays hard. He plays fast. When he gets his opportunities, he makes the most out of them. Um, and so he'll just continue to learn. Uh, I mean, if you look at the, the touchdown that we had, I mean, the one before, I wanted him to go over the top, which we didn't teach that. So it was kind of one of those things, a veteran-type move, and he saw that. Um, he learned from that in the next play. Uh, we got a coverage that we weren't expecting to that play, and he was able to still win and be there at the right spot. So it's just learning um, on the go. Um, and that's what you have to do as a rookie in this league, and he's done a great job of it. Patrick, when you've had a streak like this against the Broncos, is there any kind of psychological battle to – yeah, I mean, I think it's just when you play a team like like the Broncos, um, same with any division opponent, you know, there's just another level of intensity. So I'm not worried about um, necessarily a streak or anything like that. I'm, I'm worried about pl- winning against a division uh, opponent. And I know just as much as I think everyone in this locker room knows that it's kind of it doesn't matter what the records are. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a hard fought battle. Both teams are going to give everything they have. And so um, that's just the history of the of the the matchup. And so. Uh, that's that's the thing with me. It's not about the streak. It's about going out there and find a way to win against a division opponent in a tough fought battle. Is it something you need to convey to other guys? I mean, do you have any concern about anybody thinking that way? No, I mean, no, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we understand the intensity. Uh, it's like the first thing we talk about every week we play a division opponent um, is that it's going to be it's a different football game. It's uh, it's more physical. It's faster. Um, and and the mistakes you have to minimize those mistakes. They mean more. Um, and so that that's uh, just what how it is playing in the AFC West. Yeah, I mean, obviously the, I mean, I think as far as their DBs are concerned, they have veteran, they have veteran safeties, they have young, really good uh, corners, especially uh, Sertan. Obviously, uh, he got he intercepted me last year, but he's just a good physical corner, can do a little bit of everything. So, I mean, one of the top corners in this league. Um, and then the, and then their D line. I mean, they have pass rushers kind of everywhere. And obviously, Frank, I understand how explosive he is off the football. Um, but I think the Benino kid's done a great job this year. He's really kind of coming into his own. And it seems like every year the Broncos just have more and more pass rushers that just keep uh, it's like a, they just keep coming. And so uh, it's going to have to make sure that we neutralize those as much as we possibly can. Those guys, I mean, they're, that's going to be a tough challenge for us. Um, and then the linebackers are very two smart guys. I mean, Joel had two interceptions on me last year. So it's a good defense, um, and it's going to take us really executing at a high level um, if we want to go out there and continue to take steps in the positive direction with the offense. Well, the last three uh, I think it does a bit in knowing the personnel side of it. Their offense is a little bit different um, under new management with Coach Sean Payton. And um, uh, I think it's Coach Lombardi as the OC from the Chargers. Um, so they do do some things differently than last year. But uh, – Knowing, being familiar with them and them being familiar with us um, does help a little bit. Justin, what stands out to you about the, the defensive backs and just the execution back there in the first so? Yeah, um, I mean, it's a tight-knit group, man. Um, we have a lot of trust in each other to go out and perform. Um, LJ, Trent, um, Mike, um, Cooks, I mean, all the guys, Jalen, Josh, that come in. 
Um, there's a very high level of confidence that we built through training camp right now, and it's the same thing I'm going to say. Like, we believe in each other, and we believe in the scheme, and we go out there and we perform and execute. So um, it's been going well right now. We've got to keep doing that. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it plays in. Um, I mean, we had five rookies playing last year. You know, there's a lot of youth on the field. I mean, we still have one of the youngest defenses in the league, but we have a year in the system. Um, we have a lot of trust in each other, and that knowledge and that chemistry from last year playing well into February um, is coming really well for us this season, and just building off of that, not being able, not starting over. But continuing to elevate, and we got some free agent signings that came in and uh, helped us a lot too. Speaking of that, what do you say from Mike Edwards the last couple? Of weeks? Oh, great player, man! He comes in, has a knack for finding the ball. Um, is a guy that has been great for the room as a teammate, character-wise, um, but always very humble and willing to learn. And you know, when the ball's in the air, he just has a knack for um, being around it. One thing that you said in training camp was that this year you feel like you were coming up a step ahead, had a real feel for the defense through five games. What's kind of the update on that? Are you feeling like um, you're playing at a much higher level at this season? Yeah, absolutely. Um, confidence is a lot higher. And just knowing um, the defensive scheme, I feel a lot confident in myself making the calls and knowing exactly where I'm supposed to be on plays that we both practice and that we haven't practiced yet, just knowing the system. Justin, you guys have beaten them many times in a row. And I, is there any kind of work to dismiss that? I mean, you have to tell yourself to get that out of your head, or is, is it something you're even conscious of? Um, I don't think it matters. You know, every season is a new season. Um, it doesn't matter who you're playing. If you're not playing your best ball, um, anything could happen. And last I checked, all those games came down to a final possession. You know, so it's going to be a tough battle. It's a divisional opponent. doesn't matter how the rest of the games go. If you win your division, you're automatically in the playoffs. So this is going to be a very big deal, deal for them, as it is a big deal for us, um, to make sure that we go out and win. And the flip side of that is, do you, do you think that's, that would be motivation for them to be conscious of a streak like that? Yeah, always. It always will be. Um, I know I, I played in the team that was in that situation. And what I know from being in that situation is you just try and find a way to get one win first. Doesn't matter about the rest of you. Find a way to get one win, and if we allow them to stick around during the course of the game, it's going to turn into a brawl. You know, so um, they have some talent on that side of the field, and we need to make sure we take care of business so that um, the game stays close. They're going to fight a lot harder than if we put them away early. What situation was that? What was the? Uh, they went four and twelve with the Houston Texans twice. Oh, I thought it was yeah. one team in particular. Oh, no, no, I was on the, the losing team. Yeah. <laughs> You said you got to uh, you know, be professionals. It's a Thursday game. It's there. You're going to play it. But you have some thoughts. Like, would you like to see the, the NFLPA? You know, maybe fight for another bye week so maybe you could have a bye. Yeah, before. I think that would be nice if there was um, a way to set it up that it might be uh, extra bye week. to be able to split them in half so that way it would be a little bit of extra rest. It might be better for everyone's body. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the cards are on the table as they are, and we got to go play. Oh, that's going to be fun, man. Um, you know, Frank is always welcome here at the Chiefs, man. He's a great guy, great player. Um, I know it's going to be surreal and a, a, bit, a lot of feelings going there for him when he comes back in here. And uh, can't wait to watch him work. Last, Justin, last Justin, one. Justin, last one. Justin, their record doesn't speak for it, but statistically, uh, Russell Wilson is playing pretty well. Uh, yeah, Russ has been cooking. Yeah, yeah Russ has been cooking. Their offense has been doing well. They've been hurt by some turnovers. Um, they have a couple things that they need to tighten up on the defensive side of the ball. But offensively, Russ has been playing great. You know, they're getting thrown under the bus because of their record. Um, 
but we have a challenge in front of us, and it's not to be taken lightly. Just felt like I had I had to win, win quick, and Pat put it up there, and I just went and got it. Coach talks about you know knowing the offense and the scheme and mm-hmm. your role and the different than you know then you start to learn the other people's roles in case there's right. an injury and you need to go there. How, how do you think it's going as far as knowing the scheme and and your place right now and and being comfortable with the offense as a whole? I feel like it's going pretty good for me. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm developing pretty well, pretty pretty fast in, in this offense. So I feel like as time goes on, that I, that I, I pretty much know everything. Is it is, is it oh, sorry? Is it hard? Uh, you know, like in college, you run out there, you're out there all the time, right? right. You're the guy. Mm-hmm. Here, there's kind of you're in, you're out, you're in, mm-hmm. you're out. Does that make it more difficult, or is there valuable conversations being had on the sidelines that that add to the equation? No, I, I wouldn't say it make it more difficult. We are we are pros, and it's a high and it's a high expectation for for everybody in here. And I just gotta maintain that expectation. When you're in the room with Coach Embry, what are some of the coaching points, the things that he's wanting you to zone in on as you go here? Uh, basically, just 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 understanding more than the scheme, understanding like the defenses, understanding um why why is he here and why is he here just 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 understanding everything that goes on on the field how difficult is that to do you know pre and, and sometimes even post snap on, on the fly at the pro level just considering this is still your first year and I you know, last year as well uh, i mean it's it it's, it's going to come as time goes i mean just just with more experience and just just seeing everything play out as fast as it, as fast as it does on the field i feel like it's it's, it's going to get easier as time goes as you get more comfortable with the offense, just what do you feel like your role is going to be for this offense? Uh, honestly, I, I I don't know. I'm 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 just I'm I'm here whenever they call my name. Whenever they whenever my number's called, I'm I'm ready to make a play. Do you uh, does the rivalry with the Broncos? I mean, I know it hasn't been from a win loss standpoint, hasn't been uh, tremendously competitive, but it's it's been one that's been pretty intense over the years. Do you, do you feel? It's any different when it's uh, one of these division opponents, particularly Denver, or is it the NFL? Just every game's another game. Oh no, uh, those divisional opponents. I mean, we we, we got to come in ready to play. I mean, th- those those are the games that you kind of want to have um, going through going through your weeks, and so I, I feel like for a divi- divisional opponent, we got we got to got to come in on 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 something different. They've uh, had their struggles on defense. They gave up seventy a couple of weeks ago. Look at it as it you know. Hard to maybe focus, you know, when you when you see an opponent that has had some struggles, or is is that something that you know the coaching staff you know really drills down on to not take right. it to an opponent lightly? No, nah, ne- ne- never never take an opponent lightly. You, you you never know what they could have going on that day. They could come in on this game fired up, ready to go. So I feel like we, we just gotta play everybody the same and, and take everybody the hard way. Justin, talk to Rasheed about this, but he said the hardest transition to the NFL was like clearing a play and just forgetting about a mistake. Obviously, you did drop a pass last Sunday. Is it more difficult this level not getting as many opportunities to, to kind of move on from a mistake? Oh no, that's 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 always been my mindset. Just go on to the next play every time because you can't you can't dwell on you can't have it back. So I mean, all you can do is go on go on about it. So no, it's it, that's never been hard for me. You mentioned just in your first answer that you know you got some things to clean up. Is it mm. that, or is there there's some other stuff too that you're also still trying to to fine tune? No, it's, it's it's obviously um the drops you can't have those, especially in critical situations. So I feel like yeah, that that's that's the main thing. Just no 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 drops. Playing this last game, it seems last like one. You're, you're gaining the trust from Patrick, and you know we don't get to see the practices, and you've only had a handful of snaps here and there. But where do you think the rapport is? With the right now? Say it one more time. Where bad. do you think the rapport and the chemistry is with Mahomes right now? 
Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's there with everybody. As I know, we rotate a lot of receivers, so it, it, everybody get, gets a little piece of the pie. So once you, once you get the opportunity, you got to make sure you're on the same page with them. And get a chance to hear about. Him. Is there a player that you um, like modeled your game after, like coming up that you were watching, your current or former? For sure. So I always say I'm a mixture between Cameron Jordan and Matthew Jadon. I said when it comes to the running game, like I said, want to be the best technician, like I said, Cam Jordan for sure, and then Matthew Jadon, the way they utilize them, move them around the defense, you know, even being a stand-up for sure, definitely something I've grown in as a player. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Brandon, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Hey, Ed. Um, thanks so much for um, being willing to listen to me. I'm Brandon Walker. I'm a contributor for Broncos Wire, and uh, John Heath sent me this opportunity. Um, so I, in order to answer your three questions, um, I'll just go one by one. Um, so number one, you asked me to highlight players on uh, the Denver Broncos offense in 2023. Um, there are really two players in particular that I would really like to highlight um, that have started to break out here in 2023. Um, first of all is uh, Marvin Mims, um, the electric wide receiver out of the University of Oklahoma, um, has really been kind of a, a jump starter for the offense this year. Um, when he's on offense and the Broncos get him involved, uh, he has been in on some really, really big plays. Uh, he caught a 60-yard touchdown early in the season, and he's been an electric kickoff return man uh, and punt return man. Uh, this last week against the New York Jets, he had a drop uh, and also had uh, a muffed punt and uh, um, a fumble on an ill-advised throw from running back Samaje Piran on a trick play against the New York Jets. But I really feel like uh, Marvin Mims is one of the best young players on this Broncos roster, um, especially on the Broncos offense where they're still continuing to try and improve how many points this score game and trying to stay in games early instead of trying to catch up late when they're behind in games. Um, another offensive player I'd like to highlight is undrafted rookie uh, Jaleel McLaughlin. He has been... Uh, another electric player um, for this Broncos offense. He has stepped up uh, in a big way for in uh, the absence of running back uh, Javante Williams. And he has been one of another young player that is not only great in the short passing game, he took a 22-yard um, screen pass to the house from – Russell Wilson this last week, but I also think that he is a an explosive runner as well, and he'll he'll be a, a person to watch in this Broncos Chiefs matchup on Thursday Night Football. Um, next, you asked me to highlight some players on defense, and I'm going to be honest, uh, and I think a lot of Broncos country feels this way as well. 
that uh, the defense that was one of the top five defenses in the NFL last year has uh, significantly regressed. And so, but there are really uh, three players that I'd like to highlight on the defensive side of the ball. One is Alex Singleton, uh, the linebacker in the middle of the field. He is a tackling machine. He's on track for 100 tackles, 100-plus tackles this season. Yodi has 23 tackles so far in the season. Um, and he's just a strong middle-of-the-field player. He can play the run. He can play the pass. He is uh, just a strong, strong player. Um, in the absence of pass rusher Randy Gregory, who the Broncos traded to the San Francisco 49ers last week uh, in exchange for a seventh-round pick, there's one of our uh, young players, Nick Benito. Um, he already has four-and-a-half sacks in the past two weeks, um, two, uh, two-and-a-half coming against the New York Jets, and two against the Bears, including a sack fumble. Um, so I think that it is a – he'll be a great asset for uh, the pass rush in the, in the future. I don't think this year will be um, – it will be a learning year this year uh, after he had a not-so-good rookie season last year. But I think he'll continue to step up as a leader on that Broncos front. And just overall, one of the best cover corners in the game right now, who's certainly not been playing up to the standards that he is used to, um, is Pat Sertan, who just recorded his first interception at 2023 against the New York Jets last week um, to try and get the Broncos back in the game. But unfortunately, um, things didn't work out and uh, we lost that game. Um, you asked for my prediction of the game, and I think it'll be 35-18 Chiefs. On the, off, on the offensive side of the ball for the Kansas City Chiefs, they just have so many weapons um, that are in a big way um, disrupted to any team they play. So, and it's the Broncos defense has been porous. And it seems like every week someone sets a new career high. Um, first it was Sam Howell, then Justin Fields, and uh, A. Kane for the uh, Miami Dolphins. And so I think that it will be really, really, uh, really difficult for the Broncos this weekend to get the W in Kansas City. And it'll be... A uh, really tough game for the Broncos, but a really nice game for the Chiefs and uh, all their fans. Uh, doesn't mean that I'm not rooting for Denver. I'll always root for Denver, but I feel like it's going to be uh, it's going to be rough this game against the Chiefs. I want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in to today's episode. Please follow us on X at The Chiefs Wire for your latest updates on news and everything going on with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm Ed Easton Jr. Until next time.